0: This is On The Grid, powered by theracetalk.com, on mypodcasthouse.com. G'day everyone, and welcome to another episode of On The Grid here on mypodcasthouse.com, or on the Radio Show Limited's RS1. Thank you so much for joining us. A big show coming up and plenty to cover off, but first, here's the news of the week. And the Shell V-Power Racing Team have revealed its 2021 Ripco Supercars Championship livery and an event held at the Gold Coast Motor Museum in Queensland. In sticking with tradition, the Ford Mustang GTs of Anton Di Pasquale and Will Davison will both don the iconic Shell V-Power colours for the supercar season. Will Davison says he couldn't be happier heading into a new year.
1: Obviously, it's amazing to, to get the year officially underway, obviously unveiling Uh, the the livery for the year, very iconic livery obviously synonymous with lots of success in in the past few years but obviously over so many decades with uh, DJR and and Dick back in the day as well. It's obviously a a livery that I'm incredibly proud to be uh, driving and and a team I'm obviously always honoured to represent so counting down the days to to get racing and uh, yeah just just couldn't be more pumped for for the opportunity ahead.
0: Davidson says he's wrapped the seasons just around the corner and he'll get the opportunity to represent this iconic team once more.
1: Just uh, been talking about it a while, and now we just want to, we want to get into it, and uh, obviously the team's come off a massive amount of success, so, uh, yeah, just, just can't wait to uh, obviously settle in with the team and, and uh, see what we can do. It's it's been uh, it's been really special, um, yeah. A lot, lot of lot of water's gone under the bridge since I was last here, but uh, yeah, obviously got a lot of very special memories. Winning winning my first race in the series back in two thousand and eight. So, uh, yeah, some familiar faces around the factory still, uh, and yeah, just I'm all ears at the moment. Uh, you know, just just looking at the way the team operates and uh, the quality of the people that uh, that we've got at the organisation is, uh, yeah, is, as I said from a driver's point of view, it's it's everything you could everything you could wish for. So. So, uh yeah got a great feeling a lot of a lot of special memories and looking forward to creating some uh, some new memories in in this next chapter for anton de pasquale the move to the
0: gold
2: coast based team is starting to feel like home already basically after last year with the cove and everything sort of relocated the gold coast so kind of having left there and then been able to move teams and come here and be part of that so still sort of in that moving process and at the same time getting to the workshop Um, hanging out with the guys there, the guys and girls and uh, getting all the stuff ready, preparing for the season and um, looking forward to it mainly.
0: Both Anton and Will are getting the opportunity to shake down this year's car later in the week at Queensland Raceway. Anton says that will be a big
2: moment. Heading the track this week for the first time in the Shell V-Power racing car. It's going to be really cool. Um, first time as part of the team at the racetrack, looking at lap times and sort of doing all the racy stuff. So uh, that's going to be really exciting, working with the team, understanding it all, learning, getting part of the process and uh, heading the baths after that. So looking forward to it.
0: Meanwhile, team owner Dick Johnson says he's just looking forward to getting back to a racetrack again after meeting the majority of last season due to COVID restrictions.
3: Well, it's been a long time since I've been to a racetrack and, uh, and basically to have uh, Bathurst as our first race of the year, it was their last race of the year last year, and now it's the first, so um, I'm really looking forward to it because it's one that I'm actually going to go to.
0: And while people joke about the cars looking identical to previous liveries, Dick Johnson says there is a reason for that.
3: I know everyone seems to think it looks the same, but quite frankly, w- when I've been involved in some way with Shell for 53 years, uh, it's just great to have the Shell Power people on, on board with us for yet another couple of years because they've signed a multi-year deal with us. and. Uh, and we're really, really stoked to, to be able to continue the relationship. For all this time. Well, for, for that length of time, to sort of have one sponsor uh, or be involved with one one company for that long, I think, is pretty much unheard of in this business. And, and hence the reason the car looks the same is because all our sponsors are the same. And it's, it's just fantastic to know that we've got a great bunch of people that believe in, uh, in the direction we're going and uh, we just want to show them that we can do it every bit as good as what we have in the past
0: in other supercars news tickford racing have announced a new engineering lineup to help out their three drivers for season 2021 brad wishkerson will be working with james courtney while sam potter will continue with camera waters for this year and sam scafidi will join will continue so with the number five truck assist mustang this year driven by jack lebrock Mark Winterbottom will celebrate 30 years in motor racing with a new helmet design. The former Supercars champion says he's looking forward to the
2: year ahead with a new lid on his shoulders. I started karting 30 years ago and I've still got my helmet that I used on day one and it's quite um, sentimental to me. So I thought 30 years, a tribute, Um, paint the helmet as my first uh, ever karting helmet. And if it serves me as well result-wise as what my go-kart helmet did, 2021 is going to be a great year. When I started karting, um, it was really cool to have a, a painted helmet. It was quite rare uh, 30 years ago, which sounds bizarre, but for me, it was pretty much put as much colour on a helmet as I could back then and, and try and make it look cool, and I thought it did. Um, so in today's uh, supercar world, I've put a little spin on the colours and, and tried to copy as close as I could to, uh, to my karting helmet, but um, uh, yeah, just try and put a little modern spin on it to, um, to 30 years, you know 30 years ago where... Technology's changed. I think Erwin Racing's looking good, we've, we've had a, a great off season, um, we've got a new technical director at the team, um, we've maintained all our staff, um, there's been some mods and upgrades and repairs to Car18 which sort of got through the season last year so um, yeah I'm confident that this year's going to be a strong one and um, we, we have to aim high, you know, we, we, we were top ten last year, we need to be top five or better so um, yeah big year plan but time will tell and supercars
0: are set to continue with its formula one style qualifying sessions there will be two versions of the knockout system called format two and format three each format will have a 10-minute session to determine grid positions 21 to 24 in q1 and then 11 to 20 in q2 now format two though will have a third 10-minute session that will determine positions one to ten while format three will see the first five rows decided with a top 10 shootout. Format 2 is set to be used on the Saturday at Sandown, Simmons Plains, The Bend, Winton, Wannaroo and New Zealand, while Format 3 will be used on the Saturday at Hidden Valley and Sydney Motorsport Park. Okay, time to get stuck into the show. This is On The Grid on mypodcasthouse.com. Richard Crowell joining us now is Mark Walker. Hello, Mark
4: to uh how good's podcasting? Because it would have been what a matter of minutes after we finished recording last week's episode, we got ten years worth of news out of Red Bull Ampole Racing. <laughs> how was their form?
0: As I said, yet yeah, on the uh, on social media, fortunately, I hadn't done the intro for the show yet, <laughs> so we we're able to change things. That was a uh, it was interesting, well, though, Shabek. It was
5: interesting, though, because someone popped on the group chat that we run between our, our little team and said, do we do a redo? And that got shot down pretty quickly. So <laughs> there, was, there was no inclination to actually file an entire another episode. But I think what we had last week was decent. So we rolled with it and you tackled it nicely in the news. But it's always the case, isn't it? We record on a Tuesday night, Australian time. Sure as anything, 6am Wednesday morning, the biggest news story in the world will break. So I'm looking forward to seeing what tomorrow morning, which is Wednesday, our time, yeah. as we talk our Brinks. Um, I'm a revolutionary story. Uh, motorsport takes
0: a new level. Who knows? The, uh, and, and you're pretty right. It was the biggest story we've had for a long time. It, hmm. We knew it was going to come at some point, I think. I just don't know if we knew it was going to come to the extent that it came. Well, we've all been on the, you know,
5: is this Jamie's last year bandwagon for about the last five years, Mm. because I think everyone goes, well, how much more can the guy be motivated to keep operating to use a Mark Scafism at such a high level? Um, But it turns out he's quite determined to keep operating at a very high level and has been uh, doing that. So the the decision's been made, made the call. This will be the last year. I love the fact that it's not a mid-season thing. It's not a end of season thing. He's got the full season to process it, to to go through, and for his fans to have an opportunity to say thanks and to appreciate the the career that we've seen. Um, and to also have a year to transition into this new role of of basically running the show at T eight, which is hugely exciting. So while we lose him as a driver a year after we've lost Scott McLaughlin, but we keep him in the paddock, which is tremendous. And he'll be a great asset to the sport yeah. with the headset on. I think
4: there were so many facets to it, wasn't it? There was Jamie pulling the pin. Jamie's going to be the new team leader. The ownership makeup they're changing. Mm. Uh, who's going to replace Jamie? I mean, that's the, the billion dollar question at the moment. Cause there's no one obvious mm. you know, for Lowndes. It was the obvious that Van is was in there replacing Lowndes and Lowndes was sort of put to the side a bit. He was allowed to continue on for a few more years to finish out his career, but with Jamie, there's no one obvious that sticks out that it'll be the next in line. Who do you think it's going to be? I personally, I mean, it's probably not going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. Oh, Matt Campbell. I mean, he's familiar with the cars, familiar with the team. They're familiar with him. Uh, Obviously, he'd be giving up the Porsche life and jet-setting around the world doing Porsche things, but He'd be quick. He'd be a good replacement, a solid, you know, talented kid who could plug in there who will do a good job. But uh, that's okay. just me talking.
5: No, look, I agree. Had Matt not been renewed as the Porsche factory driver, I would have said 100% he would be first in line. But the fact he's got a new contract, even though Porsche have thinned out their junior ranks, um, probably rules him out because it's it's too good a gig that he's on over there, I think, at the moment. I, I see for Matt, I see supercars as a 10-year a venture when he's won a couple more Lamar. Porsche's going to end up back in the outright class at LM24 and he'll be in a box seat for, for that drive. So, But, but no, I, I get where you're thinking though. And, and there are other names thrown around. Earl Bamba's name was thrown around. Um, Mitch Evans' name was thrown around as well. Um, and I suppose for those guys, it all comes down to whether the, the dollars and cents make sense. And whether they're ready for a, a move to come back or not, I, I reckon personally, I think it'll come from left field a little bit, perhaps. But having said that, the, the Brock Feeney to the Super Two team thing is just too perfectly timed, yeah. With all of this, um, to not make perfect sense. And if he has half a good year, Van Gisbergen's not the young bloke anymore. He's hugely experienced. He's one of the stalwarts of the category he's been there long enough he's got a brand he's popular good with the sponsors you know they all like him it's probably not a massive risk to jam an 18 year old in the second car and risk trashing a few cars and causing some dramas and an up and down season for the sake of having a kid you could plug into that car for the next 15 years to lead triple eight through the next next couple of decades
0: and I think you're absolutely spot on Richard I think that's the way they need to look at this is that they they, they need to look at the long term benefits of who they put into that seat and how that person can be a long term triple eight person as such so I they know they're going to get another you know maybe four or five years out of Van Gisbergen but if you put another seasoned veteran in there now then what are you going to get out of you might get also another four or five years I need someone that's going to get a good 10 years and, and be the number one person in this team when Shane gives it up. So another wink up. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, yeah. That but the thing is, is that it is the best seat in the best touring card team in the world. And it pays decent cash, you'd imagine. If you're a, a talented, you know, applicant for that seat, you're going to get paid fairly good wedge compared to what you're going to get anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it is an attractive option for some of these left field options that you might necessarily, you know, they might appear to be on a good wicket where they are, but it's still a, a pretty decent prospect lining up mm. for that team. And guys like a Mitch Evans or a Matty Campbell, they're still young enough to have 15 years left in them. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, Jamie's got years left in him. I mean, does he need to really pull the pin now? Because, I mean, frankly, he'd, he'd still be capable of going around for a few more seasons, I reckon.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely, would. Do you know, I'll throw one one from real left field that there's not much of a chance that it will happen but it's one that i would like to see and it's a conversation that i had with our good friend of the show tom howard who was formerly at speed cafe and has since moved back to the uk to work for autosport and uh, the motorsport network which is terrific there's a News editor over there, we're very happy for Tommy that he's landed on his feet back in the
0: UK. And saw snow for the first time in five years.
5: Yes, correct, because Absolutely he's has been living Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he and I had a, a conversation as staunch fans of the British Touring Car Championship that we would both love to see Colin Turkington have a crack at supercars. And the reason we say this is because Colin is a rear-wheel drive expert. Mm. They all race front-wheel drive cars over there, but the BMW is that he has raced every season have been rear uh, wheel drive. There's links there through Dick Bennett, who has raced against as a team owner and driver against Roland Dane. Um, There's lots of connections there. Look, it's way left field. It's not going to happen, but I'd yep. love to see it because I reckon Colin is a four-time British Touring Car champion. Yes, he's 38, but in the grand scheme of things, get him down here for a couple of seasons, he'd be a plug-and-play proposition and would go really well. Unlike a lot of those other Internationals that have come into the category that haven't come from a rear wheel drive background and that unique driving style. It won't happen, but I'd love to see it happen.
4: Exactly right. Like I saw one of the uh, dart throwing episodes that we're now partaking in, uh, <laughs> throwing names out there, and mm. Ash Sutton got thrown up and he's, yes, he's won a couple of BTCC crowns, but he's never raced a rear wheel drive car. No, I, he's just been to mm. Mm. Yeah. I just can't see the WIU. Yeah. Oscar Piastri brought it up
0: in the dart throwing. Well, no,
5: if Oscar comes back and races touring cars now, I'll be the first one in line to clip him across the head and say, what are you doing? Go back to Europe, (laughs) you idiot. You're going to be in Formula (laughs) One in two years. No, look, interesting. It's the big story of the year, isn't it? It, It's the big story. Who gets car 88 for next season? Um, The ownership stuff's a a fun thing for us business heads who like that side of the sport, but in reality, it won't change a thing because Triple Eight will keep being a really good race team. Who drives that car? It is one of the biggest seats in sport.
0: I think the other thing for me too is that the uh, the family association of Triple o, of course, with the Danes, with Roland, who of course has been the main man, and with Jessica, who has been basically his protege, mm. that is sort of that, – that connection now is slipping away or will be at the, the end of the year with Jessica going on to do other things, and Roland, of course, moving forward as well. So I think that's a, a sad parting of the ways as well to an extent, even though they're oh. still involved – just not having them up the top. Oh,
5: Jess, I mean, Jess is now owns more of the team than she did recently. Yeah. So she'll be incredibly hands-on. Um, and like she said in the press conference, which I really enjoyed um, in the the Zoom catch-up with the, the media after that announcement, she said she, by this time next year, she'll have a law degree um, and we'll be able to help get the team out of any legal dramas if they need any. So... Uh, She's not going anywhere at all no. and will be a great guiding force, I think, for Jamie, and, and we'll keep the, the Dane family involved. But, you know, no one really believes that Roland's just going to disappear into the no, sunset, no. do they? <laughs> like, come Bathurst, he is still going to be in the back there, and if something goes wrong, he'll be the first one on the headset, I guarantee you, which is great. It's tremendous.
4: The, the curious thing for mine is it's great that Tony Quinn's involved, but mm. Tony Quinn's taking over from Paul Dumbrell and Tim Miles. Mm. What? Why did those guys leave? Why did they willingly just walk away? I, I just don't understand it. I mean, that's just me uninformed and curious, I guess.
5: Mm. I, the the business case would have been one reason in that they probably got more money for selling than they did when they that they paid for it. So yep. it makes logical sense. But I I reckon there's a legitimate and and knowing I, I can't speak for Paul Dumbrell, but. Tim Miles, who's been on the show before and and we've featured on the race talk, is one of the smartest guys when it comes to buying and selling companies that I know, and that's his business. Um, and I, I think there's a legitimate building for the future exercise in place there that he's got in, and it, it made the most sense for Tony to buy that stake. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the interesting thing is is that both PD and Milesy have said they're going to remain on the board and involved in the operation of the team. So it's not like they're walking away, washing their hands and and baking yeah. a check. So, yeah, I, I think from a they would have looked at it from a sustainability point of view from the team and the ownership and where it needed to go in the future. And they'll, they'll be thinking 10 years in front, not just next year. There'll, there'll be a plan for Tony's involvement and Jess's involvement and all of that as well, I'm sure. Uh,
0: there was a fair bit of blow up from some parts of the media in regards to the involvement that Sean Seymour had in the whole thing with Tony Quinn? are we? Do we have an issue with that?
4: Nope. No. no. But like he, he put forward a couple of suggestions. And I mean, Tony Quinn, could have, he's a smart enough cat. He could have gone and asked any number of them. I mean, he's still sponsoring uh, the Team Sydney team this year. So he, he knows the ins and outs of the, the category and the sport. And he's been around longer than anyone yeah. of. I'm putting together a bit of a, a gallery of the things that he's been involved with over the years. And it's massive, like mm. the number of cars he sponsored. He owns two tracks. All the Targa stuff he's done. He's done rallies. You think of all the different things that he's done, he's done over the past a oh, done, over the past year. That yeah. weapon thing that he's got there. Mm. He's done so much for the sport in so many different areas. He knows it inside out. He knows the sport better than anyone. So, and plus, obviously, clearly, an incredibly astute businessman. I mean, yeah. in the beginning, he really used motorsport as a launching pad for VIP Pet Foods. And they sold that for an absolute poultice. Then he went and turned around Darryl Lee and mm. sold that for an absolute poultice. So mm. he can now afford to go and buy VIP Supercar teams because yes. it's a fun thing to do.
5: And who'd heard of local legends beef jerky this time last year? Nobody. No. But now it's the only beef jerky I buy. Um, <laughs> no, and look, it's a, I, hope, I, hope I, it...
0: I, I don't buy beef jerky. It's I, I like hope it me. means a, uh, a push to get uh, supercars racing in Hampton Downs.
5: Well, it was going to happen last year, wasn't it? But yeah. um, but who knows? He, he got the New Zealand Grand Prix, which was one of his big big um, talking points when he bought Hampton, when he took it over from the previous owner. he said, I will bring the New Zealand Grand Prix to this. And he did it. And ironically, it was won by a driver that a few weeks later would be announced as basically being driving for his supercar team. So there's some irony there. And as for the Sean Seymour thing, that the hate from the fans is from everyone who thinks triple eight run supercars, which is not the fact, but my, my outlook on that is that the job of a CEO of a, an organization like supercars is to do the best job you can for your teams. And if someone's sniffing around wanting to buy into your category, then it's your job to hook them up with as many people or the right people. So if someone comes in and says, Hey, I want to buy into a race team and you're the CEO. You go, well, yeah, he's someone who's looking for ownership. And it would be the same as Gillen McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL um, right now. I'm sure he's getting emails from people going, Hey, I should definitely be the president of Collingwood. Um, and in that case, I'm sure Gillen would a hundred percent link them up with the board of Collingwood football club saying, Hey, this guy's an absolute genius. You should definitely get him involved in your team.
4: Yeah. The, the thing is, Tony would have had qualified questions going to Sean Seymour. Mm. He wouldn't have just logged up and go, oh, any of the teams or stuff so? no. He would have had a list of criteria because he's obviously well-connected with the sport and the teams and sponsoring Team Sydney, like I said. So he, he knows what's going on. If he just wanted to buy a team, he would have gone and asked John o. Webb what's going on. But yep. uh, he, he wanted something bigger and better and uh, he's ultimately got there.
5: It's the business at Triple Eight. It's not just a race team, is it? It's an engineering no, business. Correct. So he's... He's bought into more than just a touring car team, which is cool.
0: Liveries were part of our discussion last week. There's been a couple more uh, announced since. And even today, on the day that we record Tuesday, uh, the Dick Johnson Racing livery was revealed, which looks absolutely the same as the DJR Team Penske livery has for the last five years. Yep, good chat. And we can move on from that, I think.
4: (laughs) It was, a, it was a bit weird that we all saw it on Sunrise and six hours later it was unveiled. That was mm. odd. But anyway, mm. that's life. Yeah,
0: it's that's clear TV, they're... Um, it? that, that, they're, they're working. And that's TV contracts now, well, isn't
5: it? Well, look, it, to be fair, that's it's good because Channel 7 are clearly pushing their motorsport yep. investment and they're back on board. So Sunrise is the flagship um, program. It's the most watched breakfast show, 300,000 viewers a day. It's a good platform to, to do that. Um, and if, if seven said, yep, we'll give you a spot on sunrise, but don't drop it until later in the day, you'd probably go, yeah, you know what? That's, that's probably a worthwhile thing to do.
0: What else There's not much news. It's been
5: a fairly quiet. Well, one, one of the things I thought Chebex was, um, right now, as we talk, I'm getting ready to go to Phillip Island next week for the all wheels, uh Race meeting—I forget the official title—but anyway, it's the first round of the Shannon's Motorsport Australia Nationals and the Australian Superbikes Two Plus Four. Uh, so TCR S5000 Trans Am and GT World Challenge are there alongside Australian Superbike and all the other two-wheel categories. And I'm really looking forward to it because I didn't go to Phillip Island last year. Shabek, first time no. I haven't been to Phillip Island in a year since 2004. Yeah. I don't like not going to Phillip Island. It's one of my favourite places, um, and it got me to thinking: um, what events this year am I looking forward to going to? Given we missed so much last year, what events am I looking forward to going to? So I, I thought sure. an impromptu top five, and it's an impromptu top five. Are you? Right. Are both okay with that? Because like there's yeah, well, no I haven't, done in any, I haven't done any no, prep. Neither
4: have I. Who needs prep? I'll give you. I'll give you a top ten. Okay. No stress. Not really? Oh, if well, you double ups.
5: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest. I'm going like, can... to every race meeting I'm going to this year. So uh, there's about well, 15 on my roster. So I'm not going to list them all.
4: I, I was going to say nine, nine times Friday night drinks.
5: Well, that too. Exactly right. 100%. So we're
4: doing
0: a top five of events that we're looking forward to this year in the motorsport world.
5: Inadvertent top five. We like these.
0: Uh, motorsport full stop, but not necessarily just supercars.
5: No, it can be anything, mate. Okay. If you are looking forward to getting to the Motocana at your local Big W car park, then yep. fantastic. And they're pretty great, Mark, aren't they?
4: I lost a pair of shoes at one once when it flooded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it was a good day out. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to elaborate on that any further? or? No, well, no. It, there was a, a Motocana broke out in the bottom car park at Toonball, and anyone who knows, Brisbane and team bull knows that it floods there when it rains and it, it rained an awful lot and it flooded and the motor course got flooded down the Creek and my shoes went with it. So uh, bad day.
5: Very good. Well, look, boys, I'll I'll kick things off. Please do. Uh, Fortunately, luckily enough that I'm on the bill for the Mount Panorama 500, the Repco Mount Panorama 500 opening round of supercars at Bathurst 2 250 K races. I reckon that's going to be great. Now, I'm still bitter that we don't have an Adelaide 500 and that's a topic for another podcast down the road. But if you're going to replace the world's greatest street circuit with another track, let's go to the other world's greatest street circuit, which is Mount Panorama. Really looking forward to it. Um, What a way to launch the season at where we finished it last year, new combinations, new lineup, sponsors, liveries and brand new TV broadcast package, which is going to be really interesting to see how that all works. Um, I'm looking forward to the
0: Mount Panorama 500. There's one for me. And I'll I'll add that in as my number five as well, uh, just only because it it really is important. It's the next thing up. But what I'm really looking forward to Mm. is the fact that we're going to see one driver alone drive at Mount Panorama. Every time we've taken supercars to Mount Panorama in the last many years, Mm -hmm. it's always been two drivers. It's always been the 1,000. So to actually see a super sprint event, or not so much a super sprint, but 250 250 Ks Ks, of one driver, just doing it on their own. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a great format to watch racing at Mount Panorama.
4: Right. Well, I didn't read the rules very closely for this top five. So my number five is going to be going and getting my COVID jab so that we are allowed (laughs) to go and do normal things. Does, Does that count? If it doesn't count, I'm going to go sure. with the... the, no, the no, 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 it okay. no, it counts. Okay. If you've got a drive
0: right to get your jab, then yes, we'll count you it.
4: It 100%. <laughs> uh, it will be a very vigorous drive, so don't <laughs> you worry about that. No, it definitely counts.
5: Number four. Bring on, the, bring on the vaccination. Why the hell aren't we already? Um
0: So number four for me, I'll, I'll step up. Okay. The the double header of the Sydney Supernight into the Perth Supernight having two night races back to back, I think is going to be spectacular. So is, is that number four and number three? Are you no,
5: doing it's number two? four
0: is a back to back super night. Okay. Double. All right. To which I'd love to actually see a third night race come in to effect. Cause I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty confident that we're not going to have the endurance triple anymore of no whatever that may be. No. So let's try and find something else for per tech to sponsor. And it could be, the Super Night Races in Sydney, Perth, and Malala. Malala? Why not? Big W. Less track to cover with <laughs> lights. Yeah, correct. Okay. Now, double header right. night race for me, I think, is going to be really good.
5: All right. I'll go next. Um, so, my first pick, and by the way, I'm not going 5, four, 3, two, 1 in order of preference. I'm not that At smart. Okay. No, no, just
0: your top five. I'm,
5: okay. going, in, I'm going in calendar order.
0: Ooh, so... Oh. Uh,
5: because that's the spreadsheet I've got in front of me where I map my year out. Um, so I've started with the Mount Panorama 500. Um, my second one is the high tech horse back six hour. Oh, uh, funnily enough, um, Easter long weekend, April two, three, four um, really missed it last year. It's such a cool race, the six hour. It's a cool event with a, a really laid back vibe. It'll take a, a notch up this year with TCR making their first visit to Mount Panorama. Uh, there's a few other cool little things that are yet to be announced that are going to pop up there that we're hoping that will be very, very cool. So watch this space. But Bathurst 6-hour, Easter long weekend, that's going to be a really cool event. First long-distance race other than the 1,000 at Mount Panorama since last year's 12-hour. So uh, that's on my list.
4: I was going to say that, but I don't want it to be seen that I'm copying your homework. And I'm no, going you, to nominate...
5: You, mate, i have got you no, you're I've allowed. changed
4: my mind. Okay. Sandown. That's, oh, supercars. supercars. Yes. Uh, we, we don't know how long Sandown's going to keep rolling around. So uh, I, I reckon enjoy it while it's still there. So I'm really looking forward to getting back to Big Bard Sandown and having a, a bit of supercars to rip up the too high arm car around the place. <laughs>
0: do, we, do we know Do we know if it's going to be a retro round?
5: No, no. no it will not oh. be a
0: retro round. Bugger. Love
5: sand But still, the it is uh, also the first round of the Porsche, Painter Dixon, Crare Cup Australia Championship that weekend. So, even more reasons to look forward to it. Good. Yeah.
4: Good pick. Um, all right. I'll, I'll go at number three. Mm-hmm. We're up to number three, aren't we? Good. Yeah. Uh, Phillip Island do Oh, yeah. I, I, just, yeah. Uh, I just moved myself to somewhere that's reasonably close to Phillip Island. So, the thought of ducking down there for the day and seeing some uh, old classics rip around. Um, really appeals to me. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the Phillip Island strike's always a great meet. They typically get 500, 600 entries down there. It's our sort of version of Goodwood. It's not, not so much pompous and all that sort of carry on, but just good machinery, good racing, a lot of different classes and some really cool people attend. So mm. hopefully um, they keep the bridge open and we can get over there for that <laughs> one.
0: I'm very much looking forward to the Gold Coast event being the final event on the calendar. Oh, yeah. I think this this yeah. could be a. I mean, if we're in a championship situation where there's three drivers within a hundred points of each other, and someone's they've got to go in the surf, and they. they've <laughs> got to go the Gold Coast, this is just going to be huge, yeah. absolutely yeah. massive. Someone so, someone's getting sent to Main
5: Beach. Oh, That's what's going to happen, without a doubt.
4: <laughs> but it, but really? even then, it's when Jamie Wincup wins the championship <laughs> and the Gold Coast, and he does a backflip off the um, bridge to McIntosh Island. Yes. And then he realises, oh, hang on, it's full of sharks in here, isn't yeah.
0: it? <laughs> well, the helicopter's just taken off. Yeah. <laughs>
4: just as he did it.
5: Oh, I missed I missed the Gold Coast last year. That was, um, it's one of the highlights of the year. And speaking of that, my number three pick uh, comes in the middle of June and it's Darwin. Oh. Darwin. This was predictable. This was predictable. Yes, it was. Uh, it I love, one, actually. I love, love, love the Triple Crown at Hidden Valley. I love Darwin. I love the Northern Territory. Uh, I love everything about that week. Um, It's a must do. If you've never been to Darwin for that event, please put it on your list. They could use your tourism. It's just such a cool place.
0: It's only a Um, two-day event this year.
5: Uh no I, think it, a day. no, I think it's three because oh, it's it? it's not a supercars promoted one, so they're okay. they're doing their own thing. Um they're gonna have the, the nitro thunder top, top fuel drag cars running on Saturday night, I think, nice. which will just add to add to the tears the, the, the nitro methanol. But um what a place. I, I love that event. Can't wait. I'm well, going back. Even if I'm not working there, I'm going. I don't care.
4: Well, once again, I don't want it to be saying that I'm copying your homework, so I'm gonna say
5: No, 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 you should Darwin, say DALI.
4: No, I am going to say Darwin, except I'm going to go to a club race where they just let you drink beer anywhere you like. So there's a lot less stress. There's no work commitments. You're not going to get kicked out of there for wearing thongs and having an esky with you. So I'm Mark, going to a club, meet.
5: There is a substantial Hyundai XL meeting happening at Darwin oh, later this year. You yeah,
4: beauty. <laughs> Lock that in. Make that a thing. Two to go.
5: Uh, you're that was my mix. number
4: two. Yeah,
0: right,
5: Richard? I've got two to go. Um, I don't know. Actually, I'm a bit oh, stuck while, now. What
0: you're thinking? I'll go for Singapore Grand Prix, right? Only because I've already booked accommodation. <laughs> you're the most optimistic human being in the world. <laughs> Only because I've booked accommodation because it finally falls into a weekend where there's no AFL football or anything around it, uh-huh. and I've actually got a chance to go this year. Mm. And I know I'm not going to go. I just know <laughs> it's not going to happen. Never. And the kind of, hence the reason why I booked accommodation that I can cancel without yeah. payment up until the week before. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Singapore.
5: <laughs> okay. Um, no, that's that's optimistic. I love it. We're all about optimism here on this show. Uh, I w- I was going to say the Sydney Super Night because uh, I still believe night racing is the future of our sport. We need to do more of it, but. I'm not going to say that because there's a couple more I want to squeeze in. So I'm going to go for the October 7, 8, 9, 10 weekend at Mount Panorama. The super cheap auto, oh, the,
0: the, Repco super Co- cheap auto the red
5: coat. Co- <laughs> Gee, that's going to take some time, isn't it? The Repco <laughs> Bathurst 1000. Um, yes. and Repco, if you're looking to sponsor a podcast, I'm sorry about that little slip. We'd still happy, happily take your cash. Um, missing of all the hardships of last year and people had a really tough year not being at the great race was really really difficult Um, for all of the reasons that we've talked about on this show so uh, just to go back there for that race in particular and hopefully, hopefully by October should be well into vaccinations, hopefully there's a great crowd, it's got the camping it will have the vibe that it's always had that's just that's 2021 made if we can make it there
4: Yeah, and you know what? In hindsight, the toughest bit about the 2020 race was that the local Chinese at my house was nothing on any of the Chinese takeaways. No, same.
5: I I had takeaway Chinese on the Saturday night, and it was rubbish. Yeah. Yep. It was because it wasn't from the Rose Garden or the Great Wall Wall. in Bathurst. Um, (laughs) I'm 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 still I'm looking forward to going in a few weeks so I can make sure those businesses have survived us not being there for 12 months because I have legitimate concerns that our our patronage keeps them afloat for the year.
4: They're just, they're just banquets stockpiled up in the back room. <laughs> yeah. They can't move. Just
5: pull them out of the freezer. They'll be right. Uh, one more to go, boys.
4: All right. I'll go. Uh, Gold Coast. It was already mentioned, but I love that place. It's the one event on the calendar that has consequences. And as just a grizzled punter who's been to so many different races and events over the years, you you stand at some of those corners, those chicanes that are on that track and it is awesome. Like mm. it is the only place that you can feel the cars. You're so close to them. You know, you feel the wind as they go past. It's amazing. Mm. Plus it's in surface paradise. So like as a former surface paradise resident, I moved there because it was always my favorite holiday place, but uh, you kind of get jack of it after a little while having to uh, deal with the lunacy every night of the week. But uh mm. Going there for three nights a year, that's about right. I think that's the right number of nights that you can possibly spend in surfers. And yeah, I can't wait to make that a thing.
0: Yeah, no, uh, the Gold Coast I already mentioned earlier, I think it's going to be fantastic as the final event of the year. Uh, uh, Formula One Grand Prix for me. I knew you were going to say com- that.
5: I of- knew you were going to say that.
0: Well, it just had to be, it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's about
5: it's- as likely as Singapore, I'm afraid.
0: You reckon? <laughs> you don't think it'll happen later this year?
5: Oh, who knows, mate. Uh, look, I hope it does. I hope it does. It's such a cool race.
0: I'll tell you what. I, I did read somewhere that there was talk about Formula One and Moto GP swapping. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the Moto GP at Albert Park and Formula One at Phillip <laughs> Island. That would be great. <laughs> wow,
5: that would be the time that someone ends up deposited in Bass Strait. Shark boat Like seriously, you would. The, the size seriously. of the accident that would occur with those cars there. Turn one. I. I, I that, you that's turn death. Yeah, it, that isn't. Oh, Jesus. Is oh, is <laughs> wow, <laughs> we just took a dark turn, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, it's one of those years. Um, look, I did actually see that story about the, the dates which had run MotoGP in March and the AGP in o- October or whenever it is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't dislike that, but it would be strange not having um, Albert Park to start the season. But no, yeah. I, I hope that's there for sure. Um,
0: yeah, i well, just, uh, and look, Formula One is just. Really, you know, the the pinnacle of what we all like to go and well, see. It's a just a great whole, event. Yeah, it is a great event. So As let's an hope Adelaidean, it gets up. Even and... I
5: think it's a great event. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my final. Snuck that in, didn't he? My final <laughs> one. Thank you. Uh, and and I don't want you to feel like I'm working to a theme here, um, but it's the Bathurst International at Mount Panorama.
4: <laughs> I, I thought you were got <laughs> to say a motor car or a big W. <laughs> no, it's not.
5: Um, so I've, I've successfully listed all of the uh, Bathurst events on the program um, for good reason, because who on earth wouldn't want to go to Mount Panorama for car racing? So yes. Bathurst International is going to be something different. But the reason I'm looking forward to it the most, boys, is S- S5 freaking thousand is going to race <laughs> Mount Panorama.
4: <laughs> you're going you're gonna to blow a fufu valve with that oh,
5: happening. Mate. Oh, mate. It's just going to be enormous, isn't yeah. it? I cannot wait to see those cars at that yeah. place. For those it, of
0: us that missed that uh, lap by... Was it Jensen Button?
5: Oh, the, the F1 the car. I was, one car. I was there. This will yeah.
0: just be so close to that.
5: You won't beat that, but it was... No, no, but was, it'll be close
0: to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
5: So that's um, that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, and, and Touring Car Masters is there and Porsches are there. So it's a cool weekend for our Crail's little world. But um, yeah... So I've successfully listed every Bathurst event. I'm going to throw a wild card in, boys. Oh, If if you on. don't mind. I definitely um definitely haven't prepped
0: for a wild card.
5: No, but we didn't prep for this either. So oh, deal with it. Um Bathurst 12 hour 2022. Did did it? Was it just me, or did everybody have FOMO about not being at the mountain last weekend? It, it well, sucked. It sucked so hard not being at Bathurst for the 12 hour. It's the best race of the year, full stop. So I'm getting in early 12 months from this date. We'll be back there for the 12 hour when it returns and it will return.
4: Well, well having not been to anything in the last 12 months, I don't know what FOMO is anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I no idea. it race. was weird. Oh. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Bathurst. How good. Love um, it. Bring it on.
0: Yep. Well, if there's, if we're throwing in wildcards, can I throw in a wildcard of any event that would like me to be there as a commentator? <laughs>
4: yep.
5: <laughs> Yeah, well, certainly. So,
0: anyone out there who would like a well-seasoned commentator for your uh, motor racing event, yep, please uh, give me a call. Just,
5: just give us your, um, give us your little CV, Shabeks.
0: Just off, off of the I've
5: commentator. Yeah, yeah, but do it in your MCG ground announcing voice, please.
0: Oh no, no, I don't want to blow my own trumpet.
3: No, no. All right, you okay.
0: You
4: well, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's
0: oh, a quick turnaround. around.
4: <laughs> well, we'll just take your trumpet down to the big W car park yeah. for a motor car, and just just let rip.
0: Uh, TV show gladiators for 67 episodes M-
5: MCG voice please
0: uh, TV show gladiators for 67 episodes I've been the ground announcer of the MCG for 30 years uh, have been the Porsche Carrera Cup on track commentator for the last three years uh, Formula 4 track commentator for three years also did a fair bit of work with the Australian production car series as well uh, commentated Moto GP commentated some Formula One racing also on radio Uh, yeah, done a, done a bit as well as, uh, Olympic games, a winter Olympics, a summer Olympics and a Commonwealth games. I've been involved there. I've done uh, swimming commentary. I've done AFL commentary and cricket commentary. So if anyone would like a person to commentate their races, and that could even be our good old friends at the anywhere.
5: I won't well, and, anyway. and now, and now, folks, I'd like you to turn your attention to the big screen as we get into some Test Match trivia. Who took the most wickets for Australia in the 83-84 Ashes series? Is it A? Well, hang hey, no,
3: You look, know look, what's going to you... happen. I,
0: I can see what's going to happen. I'm going to do a Max Walker, and I'm going to go to the Bathurst yes. 1000. I'm going to be running down with the sign, give me my job back.
4: Well, <laughs> Chebex, if it makes... Your, your achievements look even better. I'll list some of mine. Um, I commentated a regularity trial at Sandown once. Was that, that a regular? That's, it. That, that's a list. That's all I've got. You've done more than that. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to pop up your tyres, you, bro. Live telling at
5: the Bathurst
0: six-hour champion.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I also did that regularity trial because I understood the point yeah, system. Yeah. And Crazy,
0: you can shut up because you'll show us all up. No, I won't. That's rubbish. <laughs> you will.
5: Anyway, I've enjoyed this little chat. Um... I think that was good. Lots it to was, look. I think what we've learned is that God, there's a lot to look forward to, isn't there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and there really is. Uh, yeah. You know what? You know what? The biggest thing to look forward to this year, and I, I know we can't say it, but certainty—the fact that I we hope. know what's yeah. going to run on certain weekends—I think is for me the biggest thing. But that may
4: change. tomorrow, tomorrow, may change. tomorrow morning, six a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: There's going to be bumps in the road. I have no doubt about that, but um, I'm just so happy we are where we are. And you look at what's going on around the world, even with mass vaccinations um, and the light doesn't seem to be at the end of the tunnel yet for them. So the fact that we're even talking about this is a pretty good advert for uh, Australia, I reckon. So um Let's, let's hope that we can tick these boxes uh, this year and go to the car racing we want to go to. Always
0: this a pleasure a good to boys. catch up with you, boys. I'm going to be uh, away from you for the next couple of weeks because I'm getting uh, a bionic knee inserted so I can kick some butt pretty heavily, which I can't do at oh. the moment because I can't move my bloody leg. So uh, yeah. looking I'll forward to that, like so that. I'm going to leave the show in your hands over the next two weeks.
5: That's a concern, but I will endeavour to uh, carry the burden for you, Shabeki. Yes, On The Grid, we'll be back uh, next week. Do not worry about that. we have a full preview of the uh, All Wheels Festival at Phillip Island Grand Prix Circuit. And then the week after that, we'll be talking about Mount Panorama and the opening round of the Supercars Championship. So we're looking forward to that. Hey, I, te- we'll have- I
0: tell you what could be good. Mm. I get my operation on Tuesday. We record Tuesday night. No, no, That'd be yes. awesome no. that special guest on Endo. No,
5: Yes. no. <laughs> No, no. despite the internet being a playground, you can still get sued. So I think we're just going to be uh, a little bit... Guaranteed
4: big, a million no, hits with what I might have say. The,
5: have the night off, Shebex.
4: Oh, they're, they're, they're relaxing the defamation laws right now in Canberra, so we're fine. <laughs> oh Thank no, I God. Want,
5: I want Google to pay for our news, not ban us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, boys, enjoy the next couple of weeks. I'll uh, catch yeah, you later in the month.
5: Good luck. Good luck, Shebex. Good Thank luck you. All the so. doctors Thanks, operating boys. on you
4: as well.
0: <laughs> catch you soon. And we'll catch you soon. Thank you for joining us again right here on The Grid. Talk to you again soon.